They came to room 108 and stopped. Christy tapped a couple of times. Come in, please, a voice called from inside. She opened the door, stood aside while Keene entered, and closed it behind him. A figure was standing by the window, wearing brown cords and a shapeless green sweater that looked as if they could have been for working in the yard. He was obviously tense, which perhaps explained why he hadn't availed himself of one of the chairs while he waited. Keene's jaw tightened. It was Herbert Voller. The room had the basic furnishings of an office, but was bare and devoid of the personal effects that denoted permanent occupancy. It looked like a room set aside for use by visitors chosen for privacy. What was Voller, dressed this casually, doing here at such an hour, looking as if he too had been up all night? Keene waited. So now you know, Voller said. I'd phrase it the other way around, Keene replied. It's what we've been telling you for years happened once before. Now you know. Bowler held up a hand as if to stay in attack. Very well. Before we waste time getting into accusations, I admit to them. We refused to see what might threaten the things we had come to regard as the whole point of existence. Since losing them was unthinkable, we were unable to think it. Does that satisfy you? The collective psychology would doubtless make a fascinating study, but... It will be a long time before this world will enjoy the luxury of being able to embark on serious psychological studies again. Maybe so. I don't have much time to think about it just now, Keene said. Of course you don't. So what are you going to do? It's funny. I was just asked the same thing upstairs. I don't know. It shall be obvious to you by now that the President has no understanding of the scale of what's going to happen, Bowler said. None of them do. Oh, yes, they're counting their candles and checking the first aid boxes like good boy scouts, but none of it is going to make a nickel's worth of difference one way or another. It's over, Dr. Keene. The works. The whole ball of wax— For long, the surface of this planet may not be habitable for anything much bigger than cockroaches. Is that how you want to die, choking on smoke while you grub under rocks or fight over roots for something to eat? Keene answered woodenly. I said I haven't had time to think much about it. You do what you can do, and that's it. What's your solution? Find a friend in Congress who'll cut you a better deal? That won't work this time, Herbert. There is one place where at least the semblance of civilized life will be able to continue, Voller said. I tried to be realistic about it the other night, but the minds involved weren't capable of grasping what is necessitated. You're not like them, Keen. You understand reality, too, even if we have seen it from different sides in the past.'